Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some common defects, or I guess not defects, but common issues you run into with pool surfaces and some things to be aware of out there, especially if you're starting out, you haven't seen some of these things. Of course, if you're a veteran, you've probably seen all of these. So I'm going to go over some of these for you in this podcast so you're aware of certain things to look out for when you take on a service account. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So I'll start with this one, and this is kind of the bane of all pool professionals, and that's a painted pool because 9 out of 10 times they're painted wrong, they don't use the primer, they're not painted correctly, and they're painted because they're covering up a lot of poor plaster, or a lot of plaster defects, I should say, or plaster problems, like chips in the plaster or cracks in the surface. Really, no one paints the pool if the plaster's looking good. I don't think anyone should paint their pool if the plaster's looking good. So the paint is a good way to kind of fake it and kind of make the pool look good. Even when, you know, you have you have to replaster basically, but you don't want to do it, so you paint it. So there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And I've helped someone paint a pool before, so I know the right way to do it. First, you have to acid wash it, make sure that there's no calcium buildup. Everything is good to go. And then you put the primer on. The primer is really important because without the primer, the paint's not going to stick properly. As you know, there's a lot of chemicals and there's just water on the pool surface all the time. So the primer really helps there. And then you're going to use a pool quality paint. In a lot of cases, this is not done. The paint is just kind of like a patch over the pool to make it look better. Maybe they're selling the house. They want it to look nice, so they paint it. And then the new owner takes over, and then the paint starts coming off. And when the paint starts coming off, it's really, really messy. I mean, you'll brush the wall, and you'll get a plume of the white or blue dust coming off. Usually they'll pick like a... I don't know why, but people like like a light blue color. So when the water hits it, it looks really nice. But then when the paint starts coming off, it looks really bad. <laughs> so it's, you can see that old plaster on the bottom pretty obviously. And so the paint's going to start coming off. And so the cleaner's going to pick it up. You know, you brush the pool, is going to be there. They go swimming, it's going to stir it up. So the pool is constantly cloudy. The filter's getting this nice coat of paint on the grids or the cartridges. So it's got to be cleaned often. And there's no way around it except draining the pool, power washing it, and maybe, you know, acid washing. I don't know if that's going to help it. And then just replastering the pool is probably the end all there. So a painted pool, in most cases, is going to be a problem pool. So if you take over a pool and if you realize that it's painted, it's kind of obvious when it's painted. And then, of course, these problems start to develop. It's not your fault. It's not any of the chemistry of the pool, really. It's just poor prep. And it's just the fact that most of the painted surfaces are going to start peeling anyway. 
the problem you have with all the powder coming off is when it wasn't prepped properly and the paint's just coming off, you know, in in mass. And so it's a big problem. So a painted pool is one of the things to be aware of that's out there and the problems that, that could happen. Now, I mentioned that people paint their pools because the plaster doesn't look too hot. So plast- plasters that have chips and cracks in it are another problem because typically when the plaster is chipped and cracked like that, you're going to develop something called black algae, which really likes those pits in there and the cracks, and it makes it, it makes a good home for black algae to grow or any kind of algae in that, in, in that regard, which means that it's going to be harder for you to keep a good chlorine level in there because you're going to have algae blooming all the time because of all the cracks and all the chips in the plaster. And really at that point, replastering is all that can be done to salvage a pool that has cracks and chips in it. And you may even form a leak sometimes if the crack is big enough and if there's a big enough issue with the pool. And sometimes the chipping of the plaster is just on the step area. That's the last area that they kind of trawl when they're doing the final job of plastering the pool. And sometimes that area has some defects and so it'll chip sooner than the regular plaster. You can actually patch steps pretty easily. There's a product called Pool Patch and you can pick it up at your supplier. And it comes in white and a couple different shades, I believe. And you can use that to patch the steps really well. So it's a pretty good product. Just drain the water down. And if it's the first step, you can patch it and fill it back up. Usually it's the first step or second step. So it's not usually the you know too deep. So you can drain half the pool down and patch it. Sometimes you're going to see chipping in the spa. And you can patch it too. But in most cases, replastering the pool is something that needs to be done to correct the chipping and cracking in a pool. So be aware of that if you're taking your pool on and you notice that there's, you know, big chunks of plaster missing, that this pool is going to be giving you some trouble as far as chemistry. And I had a pool where, you know, the automatic cleaner was actually, it was a bouncing type cleaner. It was a Zodiac G2. And this cleaner was actually taking off a lot of the plaster from the pool. And, you know, the pump basket would be full of all this plaster from the bottom. So that's the point where the customer has to redo a surface at that point. Of course, he redid a surface a couple months after that. That's an extreme case, but that's something to be aware of that can happen too. It's not something that gets better. It's something that always gets worse over time. And so, you know, if you do take on a pool that has a few cracks and chips in it, just be aware that you're going to probably have, it's probably going to develop more chips in the plaster. So let the customer know that, Sign have them sign a waiver saying that, you notice that there's three chips in the plaster in the deep end, one chip on the step. Have them sign it and say that they're aware that this is going to be something that could spread in the pool and it's nothing you're doing. It's just that the plaster is coming apart, basically. And the black algae, again, kind of goes hand in hand with the plaster with the chips in it. Rough plaster is another problem you're going to run into. So maybe they didn't balance the water and they let the pH get too low or the pH was high all the time, and so maybe calcium forms on it, or maybe the plaster is pitted because the pH was low, or the LSI was out of balance, and it was corrosive, and this could happen too. And if you have a pool that has a rough surface, like if you run your hand over it, and it kind of your hand bleeds, basically, or if it feels like sandpaper, then you're going to have a hard time with that pool with algae also, because the algae is going to form in all those crevices that you can't really see, but they're there because you can feel the plaster is rough. And you're going to have a lot of chemistry issues because you'll brush the pool, you'll treat it, you'll get rid of the algae, and then it'll come back 
pretty strong again because it'll be in those pits and cracks that you can't really see because the plaster is rough. So rough surfaces also give or a problem either with the calcium buildup or with the corrosive water causing the plaster to be pitted. Again, you might not be able to see it with the eye, but you can feel the roughness. And that's going to be a problem pool for you. So be aware of that also. If you have any fiberglass pools on your route, one thing you're going to run into, and this is mainly for the built-in fiberglass pool. So they build them similar to a plaster pool and it has everything. And then they give it a gel coating. They spray it on. And if you've ever seen this being done, it's extremely messy. I mean, two houses down, you're going to get the dust from the gel coat. And they cover everything in plastic around the house, the windows, the house, and everything. Because when they spray it on, it's just a lot of dust. And I think the dust is a carcinogen too, the fiberglass the when they spray it. So the reverse problem, of course, is the gel coating when they put it on is nice. But it may start to come off in the pool over time. And usually if the fiberglass pool is built in, it'll have coping around it. So it's not going to look like a bathtub back there, like the drop-in fiberglass pool. So the gel coating comes off normally on a fiberglass pool that's built in and when they spray it on. And it usually lasts about 10 to 15 years. You may get 20 years out of it, but that's a stretch. But at the 10 to 15 year mark, you're going to brush the pool one day and notice a bunch of white powder coming off the side. Or the kids are going to swim and you're going to notice the water is cloudy. And that's the gel coat starting to come off the pool. And there's really nothing you can do to reverse it. It's going to be something that's going to be continuous. And something that's going to get worse over time. And as the gel coat comes off, the the fiberglass surface is actually going to start forming cracks. Hairline cracks that you probably can't see. And then if you let it go even longer and when you brush the pool, you get all the powder and then the hairline cracks form, actual physical cracks are going to form in that fiberglass pool. And at that point, it needs to be drained, and they need to respray the gel coating on there, which is a pretty intensive process, pretty messy, and pretty expensive, by the way, too. It's not something that's cheaply done, or inexpensive, I should say. I wouldn't say cheap, because that, that's kind of like a quality thing. But it's not an inexpensive process to put the new gel coating on there. But you'll know right away... If you take over a service account and it's a built-in fiberglass pool and you're brushing it and it's getting cloudy, that's not, you know, anyone putting in some kind of a pH up or it's not something as far as like DE from the filter. More than likely, that's the gel coating coming off. And if it's a continuous issue with the pool, it's going to be a problem for you to maintain it because number one, you can't brush the pool anymore at that point. And number two, you can't really put an automatic cleaner in there. That's the bouncing type because that will actually help exasperate the problem and cause cracks in it over time. So that's the kind of thing where you just tell the customer that it's going to be a problem maintaining the pool because the gel coating is coming off and they need to drain it and have it resprayed. You'll see it in the filter also, especially if you have a D filter, you're going to see all the gel coating, the white powder coating the filter, which causes water quality issues too. So it's a big problem, and it's something you're going to run into with fiberglass pools that are older. And you'll know when you see it, and just remember this, that it's something that you can't reverse, you can't cure, and it's something that's going to cause you to have all kinds of problems with that fiberglass pool. I wouldn't say pass on the account, but they're going to need to address it and fix it and re and put a new gel coat on, and then everything will be fine going forward. The other surface type that you have to be aware of that could have problems is the vinyl pool. 
There's a lot of in-ground vinyl pools back east, some of them here in California. And one of the things that you're going to notice is that maybe the customer patches the vinyl pool in certain areas. And that's an indicator that, of course, the liner had ripped and it's going to need to be replaced. So patching the liner is okay to some extent. I had one on my route where I patched the shallow end and it held for a long time. But that's just an indication that the vinyl liner is worn out, especially if it starts to separate from the coping and pull away from there. You can't do anything to fix that. Don't even try to like drain it and reattach it. And sometimes it'll detach from the skimmer. And again, you can't do anything to fix that because it's just wearing out at that point. I wouldn't waste my time trying to repair it or trying to fix it. They just need a new liner at that point. And the liners aren't inexpensive either. But you may run into taking over a vinyl liner pool that has cracks in it that are patched. They may not even have patches on them and it may be leaking water. So just be aware of that's one of the problems with the vinyl liner is that over time it gets weakened and cracks will form or tears will form in there. And I would also be very cautious of taking on an older vinyl liner pool under your service account. You can pretty much tell it's an older pool because again you'll see some separation from the coping. The liner will be kind of pulling away from there. You may see even some holes in the liner at the very top where it's exposed to the sun without the water. Above the water line, you're going to see some holes in the vinyl. And then you're going to see a lot of discoloration. If it's the light blue liner, it's going to be like a white color. And be very cautious because you don't want to vacuum one of those with a wheeled vacuum. Nor do you want to aggressively brush a pool like that, especially if it has algae in it and you're trying to turn it around. So if you have a pool that has an old liner with cracks or holes in it, have the customer, of course, sign a waiver also that you're not held responsible for that. Now, I have a service agreement that you can modify. It's in word format. I don't have these wordings in there, but you can, of course, modify it for a fiberglass pool or a pool with plaster chips in there or also for a pool with an old liner. The service agreement is basically just letting the customer know what you're responsible for, what they're responsible for. But you can, of course, modify it since it's in word format and you can say something like, um, customer is aware that the vinyl liner needs to be replaced soon that there's holes at the top where the sun's hitting it, there may be cracks in it, there may be tears in it, and pool service is not responsible for any rips of the liner because of the age of the liner and maybe end it with like customer takes responsibility for any problems with the liner and will not hold pool company responsible for replacing the liner if there's a tear and have that in the service agreement for them to sign so that you have some coverage. I mean, it's not legal and it's probably not binding, But in court or small claims court, I'm sure it'll hold up pretty well. Maybe have a lawyer look at it. I don't know if you want to go that far. That's kind of crazy. But something like that usually will give the customer the awareness that, hey, the liner's old. Yeah, if, you know, Joe's pool service tears it, it's not their fault. Same with the pool with the chips in it. You know, have something in writing saying that, you know, you're not responsible for newer new chips in the pool. Note where the chips are. And if you want a copy of that service agreement, you can email me. David at swimmingpoollearning.com. Again, that's David at swimmingpoollearning.com. And again, the agreement is more of a, you know, what you do and what you want the customer to do, like fill the pool up with water. And also you can put in there when you go on vacation. But I would add, of course, these things in there also and have them sign it because you don't want to take on an account with, you know, the gel coat coming off or a vinyl liner with holes in it or plasters with chips on it in it without them knowing about it and taking responsibility for it so that you're not holding the bag later when they say, hey, the vinyl liner ripped and you were the last one here on Tuesday and the pool's halfway empty. 
and you, you know you have that in writing that hey you know the liner was 10 years 12 years old and it was bound to tear and it's not your responsibility and it's just a smart thing to do to cover yourself when you do the walk around for the bidding to note all these defects especially if you see staining stains on the plaster or any kind of problems just note that and let the customer know that hey these were pre-existing i didn't cause these it's just good business practice to do that because you never know when someone's going to try to hold you responsible for something that's pre-existing already in the pool. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you go to my website, and on the banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that. That'll take you to other podcasts I recorded. You can listen to those on your free time. And if you want to enhance your business, I have a coaching program. You can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com, and you can join there, and I can help you with situations and problems and questions. Again, you can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.